welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on reactive versus proactive mindsets. If you're just now joining, I would definitely encourage you to go back and listen from the beginning of this series, which is a few days ago. We're going on close to a week now. And uh, you'll find a lot of great nuggets along the way. Each of these is only about seven minutes, so it'll be very quick for you to catch up. And this is a very powerful series because we're talking about making choices that are going to help us to decide better, to think better, to function better, and to not have nearly as many regrets, okay, Uh, versus just, yeah, flying by the seat of our pants, letting whatever happens, happens, and oh, well, I hope it works out, and, and then having to scramble and and through possibly tears and struggles and anger and frustration and and maybe long-term regret, wish we would have acted sooner. So we're covering a lot of pieces to this. And uh, we've covered relationships. We've talked about adapting and influencing through change. We talked about the art of planning and a few other things. So um, do catch up with us if you're just joining us. Now let's jump back into this list. And um, I want to talk about Stephen Covey. Now, Stephen Covey is one of my favorite authors. I have many, actually, many favorite authors. But Stephen Covey, uh, many of you may know as having written the book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I can't say enough about that book. It's an absolutely marvelous book. It's hard for me sometimes to pick my favorites, but that one's definitely near the top. Uh, But he laid out seven habits that he believed led to a flourishing life. And, um, you know, I remember when I first read it, I was just blown away at all the different uh, things in there that are so obvious. I mean, they're they're kind of somewhere just common sense or practical uh, things that maybe somebody else has tried to tell us before, but we weren't willing to listen. (laughs) But we took it out of the book for some some reason. And, and, And it gives you so much stability because really it's not so much about what's happening around you, what's happening inside of you. And that's the big thing uh, that Stephen Covey uh, got across with his book that became a international bestseller. Um, and I don't even know how many books have been sold yet, but it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, but, but it's also the, the, the grounds behind this series, which is reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine. So everything that you're doing with yourself in thinking, behaving, choosing, living, the habits that you formed is all affecting you. And I believe Stephen Covey tried to get that across too in in many of his principles that he had there. Well, being proactive is a posture. And um, I'd mentioned that way back at the very beginning, but it's, it's an attitude, it's a posture, it's a way of life, it's a lifestyle. And it requires an individual to accept their response, full responsibility for whatever situation they're in, both personally and professionally. A hundred percent, okay, responsibility. Now I realize that there may be cultural things or um, financial things or career-wise things or even relational things. And I'm sure the list goes on and on. Even we can even talk about, you know, specific personal handicaps and stuff like that, that can make life extremely difficult and present challenges that perhaps others don't have to deal with. And some of the challenges could be absolutely huge and devastating. 
and hurtful. But yet it still boils down to what we do on the inside and how we react to those changes. And so we need to take the, the initiative to make things the best we can for ourselves and for those that we affect and influence around us. Instead of just letting our conditions and circumstances just be what they are and drive us and uh, dictate our decisions and, you know, essentially shackle us to whomever's trying to take control over us by offending us or making us angry or taking things away from us. We need to take control back and decide, okay, look, what can I do to change this? Obviously, you don't want to break any laws in the process, <laughs> but there are things that you can do internally that could be a game changer. And proactive people tend to think these kinds of things through before it gets too far. Proactive people always play the ball before it plays them. That's an old sports adage. Um, so even when circumstances limit choices, a proactive person will find where he can still exercise his power in the right direction. Now, Covey in his book uses uh, psychi psychiatrist Viktor Frankl, and that's another uh, good book that you could read, as a supreme example of being proactive, even when it seems like you've been stripped of every last bit of your autonomy. And, um, and he actually was a Jew living in through uh, World War II. Okay, so he was put in some horrible, devastating circumstances. And if you've never read up on that, I would encourage you to do that as well. Um, I don't know that it's taught as much in history as, as it used to be when I was younger, um, but it's well worth your effort to look into it because there's some great books. Another one I love is Corey Ten Boom, The Hiding Place. She actually had to live through World War II as well and came out of it ending up teaching how to forgive even those who have killed your friends and family, which is devastating. So anyway, back to Viktor Frankl. His family, too, was put into a concentration camp, and um, and they were subjected to some pretty horrible things. Uh, except for him and his sister, everyone in his family was either directly executed in gas chambers or eventually died. Now, uh, this is probably some hard things for some of you to hear, and, and I don't want you to get caught up on that. I don't want you to get hung up on that. Just understand the point. That if somebody like that can learn how to alter their internal dialogue, change from being reactive to what was happening to him to being proactive, then certainly we can, right? Because that's kind of the, I would say, one of the worst case scenarios. Not to compare him to anyone else, because I know a lot of you are dealing with struggles as well. But despite losing all of his freedoms, he realized there was one freedom that they that could never be taken away and it was a proactive mindset that he chose to have. And and so in, in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, he talks about this and how the it, inevitable response to what he was dealing with would, would be to give up and lose hope. But he chose not to. He protected his internal strength and he became a light to others. All right. Now, I have um, more that I'd like to share on this. Maybe I'll cap it off tomorrow because I am out of time. And then we're going to jump into the next one. So please join us back tomorrow. This is Michelle Steffes. Reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine. Thank you for joining.